Courtney, even as important as a daily big three is, sometimes it's hard for people to actually nail it down and do it consistently mm-hmm. enough. But what do you think is people's biggest obstacle when it comes to actually setting their daily big three? That's a really good question. I think for some people, they're just like, get it done people. Kind of like my people, honestly. That's, you know, <laughs> they get to their computer and they're just like, I'm going to just start checking these things off. You know, it's kind of that right. uh, to-do list mentality. And again, culturally, I think we've kind of, gotten that embedded into what we do. And so I think it's easy to just like get to your desk and then just start churning through things. Um, mm-hmm. And again, there, you know, in itself, it seems like that makes sense, but really there's a, that's a great way to do a lot of things, a lot of things, but maybe not the right thing. So I think that's one obstacle is the tendency to just be like, okay, let me get going here. And then I think there's on the other side, I think it's hard for people to really believe that limiting and saying, hey, I'm just going to pick the three most important things that I need to get done and really prioritize those, Mm -hmm. that that's possible, that that is a viable way to go through work, you know? And I think people miss the power of the full focus system by not really buying into that. It's, It's really a mindset issue more than than anything. And speaking of mindsets, today we're going to be talking about how we can reframe constraints to help us get really consistent with setting those daily big threes. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distraction. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done. <laughs> I can see you like right here. And I'm like, I want to look at Nick. Because now I can see just a glimpse into the dance parties that are going at his home. But <laughs> I think you just need to leave this. I think this needs to be the actual intro. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Let's get the right stuff done. It's Monday. I'm Verbs here with Courtney Baker. Happy Monday to you, Courtney. And happy Monday happy to you, Monday. Nick. You know, Verbs, this reminds me of that time you and I did a video shoot together with Blake, and it was something for Best Year Ever, or the Full Focus Goals course, Yes, and we just could not keep it together. And we have lots of hours talking to each other (laughs) and doing this podcast, so you would think our professionalism would like... Right, would, would manifest somehow. You know what it was? That was after months of not being able to be in the same room. Uh, with with yes. each other, so we were getting all of Blake's fullness of uh, of his humor and all of that with the facial express- <laughs> expressions, and so it really set the tone of the room. We were off last week, um, yeah. and so we're back. So I think we've kind of got some of that same mojo going again today. So we'll see how this episode uh, really pans out today. So we're we're talking about these daily big threes, and how do we actually reframe the constraints that we feel like is set upon us when we have to really establish these and think about the three things that we want to do that are going to be the highest leverage um, items that we can knock out for a day. So we have two questions that we want to pose and I want to pose the first one. 
Question number one is what would need to be true in order to set and achieve my daily big three? I love this question. And it's a really helpful in a lot of different contexts. I mean, and this really does work. This works in a professional setting. It works if you're on vacation and setting a daily big three. If it's on the weekend, maybe you need to spend some quality time on a relationship that needs improving. This question works. Um, It really kind of takes us out of our limiting beliefs that we might have about something. Um, We talk about this on the podcast a lot. So much of, we think all of our thinking is real and factual, and a lot of times it's just our perceptions. And so what this question does is it takes out, takes you out of those limiting beliefs or those perceptions that you have to really help you paint a picture of, okay, what could be possible? And right out of the gate, verbs... I can think of one (laughs) for myself that this question worked really well with. I was, when it came to working out, I really wanted to work out, you know, like that. I, it it really helps me, helps my stress level. Uh, Obviously there's lots of benefits, but with young children, it's really easy to be like, this is not going to like, I kept like not getting it done. And so when I would stop and just say, okay, what has to be true for me to be able to knock this out on a daily? And some days I had it as my daily big three. Um, And it took me asking this question and being like, well, I have to do it at this specific time. If I just try to like figure it out during the day, like it's not going to work. The way, once I asked myself the question, it made it really clear. There's only one place this can go. And then once I was able to do that, it was really easy to systematically knock this out um, over time. Does that land with you or do you have any examples of like when this question has worked when you're setting your daily big three? Yeah, you know what? And it's funny because I remember um, often even Michael when he's either leading a webinar or a conference of some sort, there's always kind of this question of what needs to be true to dot, dot, dot. And I feel like it always applies to a bigger thing, like a, you know, annual goal or something like that. So for me, I think the challenge was to dial it down just to what needs to be true in a daily basis sort of perspective. So I can just do these smaller things. And for me, I think what helped the most uh, is really defining with clarity what needs to be done and the timeliness of it. For me, if it's a work thing, Again, there's multiple projects going on. So, you know, I could justify doing all of those little things, even if it's smaller tidbits or contributions that I'm making to that project. But what really needs to be the one thing that needs to be done at a certain time, specifically on what day and identifying what those things are. So the more clarity I was able to get, it kind of helped me identify those things throughout the week or place those things throughout the week so I can know that this is the most opportune time for this thing to get done today. So Mm -hmm. let me place it as my daily big three and then make sure that it gets done because there's going to be benefits uh, to that. You know what else I love that this question helps with is like once you've decided you have the clarity of what's most important, it makes it clear like what has to be possible to get that thing done. Once you have your calendar in your planner It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. what has to be possible is I need a block of time to knock this out. And then you look over at your calendar and there's no block of time. You know, that's where when we talk about sometimes it's not a daily big three, it's a daily big two or big one. I think this question helps you see that, hey, it's actually not possible 
to do what I, I want to do. It lines up with my goals. You know, I've set out to do it, but it's not going to work today. It might tomorrow, but not today. And so I think that's really helpful to, or another helpful way to use this question. That's exactly right. And being um, okay without beating ourselves up it doesn't get done, but being as authentic and realistic as we can. Hey, if it's only a big one, then you're still being productive because chances are that big one is going to really make some things happen for your week. So. Mm-hmm. Let's go to question number two. What would setting a daily big three make possible? This is a similar question, but it really helps reframe any constraint or obstacle that you may have. You know, I think it kind of reorients yourself to what you're trying to achieve. Because hopefully, you know, some of these daily big threes tie back to your weekly big three and to your goals. And so what it can accomplish, what it makes possible is probably a really worthwhile venture. And so I love that it kind of keeps that in, in mind. And some answers that you might have for this is it makes it possible to zero in on what's most important. You know, it makes it possible to eliminate tasks or processes that aren't serving the bottom line. It makes it possible to end the workday at a reasonable time. Uh, I think all of those are potential reasons, but everybody listening, you're going to have your own things of what setting a daily big three make possible. I know for me and for probably for you, is it makes possible having that sense of fulfillment at the end yes. of the day and not feeling like I still have 50 things on my to-do list that I didn't get done. And I, I think that's the worst. I say this all the time. When you you actually worked hard during the day, but you end the day and you're like, I don't feel like I got anything done. And what you're really saying is I didn't get anything important done. Right. Anything done during the day and then anything done at the end of the week, which is even more burdensome, or it feels like it's like, I can't account for Mm -hmm. what I actually, the important things I got done. And I'll say this too. I think, you know, when we talk about reframing constraints, there could be this idea that, you know, if I have to commit to three things or two things or one thing, and, you know, it feels like I'm blocking my day in, I'm putting it in a box. And if this doesn't get done, then I feel, I don't feel as accomplished, but really there's freedom in the constraint because, if you focus on those one, those two or those three things that you want to um, execute on that day, then that sets you. You're not being held prisoner to all those other extemporaneous, extemporaneous mm-hmm. things that are floating around that are trying to distract you from just knocking those one, two, three daily things out. And so in that constraint, there really is freedom that that you can um, experience and really realize for yourself if this can be done on a consistent basis. You know what else is a great answer to this question is when you set a daily big three, it makes it possible to say no to other people. <laughs> Boom. Because you can say, hey, yeah, I totally hear you. That sounds like a great project. And this is what I have outlined to do. Even if you're talking to your boss, you can say, yeah, le- you know, I could totally do that. But let me tell you what I, you know, my big, my daily big three are for today. Yes. And you can let me know how to prioritize that. So even when you're talking to somebody that's your your supervisor, your boss, um, it works, but especially for your peers and maybe people that report to you, it's easy to say no, because you're like, I got to get, I've committed to these daily big three. I can't get roped into 
achieving your priorities or, you know, other people's uh, priorities. I need to focus in on, on what I've decided are my priorities. Exactly. Especially when you have friends or family that are needing to move and they have a lot of stuff <laughs> and they ask you, what are you doing on Saturday at 11 a.m.? You can mm-hmm. go to that Daily Big Three page and identify <laughs> and answer that question without having to feel any weird way about it. Yes, that's exactly right. Just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. So um, for our listeners, every once in a while, we do a segment, which our producer, Nick, introduces. We currently have no idea what he's about to ask us or say, but we trust him that much. So, Nick, take it away. Well, I get to edit anything out at any time. So is it Lisa Frank trivia questions? No. Uh, (laughs) Is that it? No. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about simple things that you can do in your life that make a huge difference. And this area that we're entering into is actually perhaps, you know, the planners in there, that's simple, but does take work, like a bit more deliberate work. So um, Mm -hmm. that's even in a different camp than what I'm about to talk about. And I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Mm -hmm. So let's talk to both of you about your dishes in your life. Let's (laughs) talk about dishes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, Courtney, Mm -hmm. tell me about how the dishes happen in your house. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we always start the dishwasher the night before we go to bed. Mm -hmm. And then first thing in the morning when we go into the kitchen, we unload the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And then everything goes into the dishwasher throughout the day. Okay. Well, so that's that's pretty simple. Do you do do any washing of those dishes? (laughs) Like personally, before they go in the dishwasher, before they go in, yes. Oh well, yeah. I mean, something is you know you got to rinse it out. That's about that's about it. Now wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> yes, you got to listen to the man's question. You said rinse. He said wash. So well, to what level of aggressiveness are you making sure that dish is clean before it goes into the dishwasher? I would say between a one and a ten, probably a four. Okay. okay. 
Ferbs, what about you? What's your what's your process with dishes? Yeah, so currently, um, as you know, we have three young children in the household who are mm. trying to uh, train up to be responsible citizens. So um, recently, my wife had established a rotation in which I play my role in being an enforcer of that rotation. So <laughs> one child per week is responsible for the dishes. Now, do they always get done to the uh, standard that we would like to see? Absolutely not. But practice makes permanent. So mm. the more opportunities we give them, yeah, there's every once in a while, obviously, if we have guests coming over or um, something like that, we'll kind of chip in and hop in and make sure that what gets done. So obviously the house is presentable and that sort of thing. But we do make sure that they, um, you know, stay on top of what is their chore for that week. And we tried it a couple of different ways. We were trying to do one child each uh, day of the week and they end up blaming each other for whose turn it is and all that. It didn't work <laughs> out. So we just said, Hey, it's your turn this week, every day this week, knock them out. So that's currently how they get done. I hop in, like I said, I can come in and pitch it when needed, but yeah, that's how we do it in our household. Well, so everyone's got, I, I love these processes. I forgot verbs that you have said, I think before on the show that that's the great thing about having kids as they get older is they'll just do mm -hmm. the dishes. So that's yeah. established uh, canon for verbs. But so for us dishes, now my wife is a baker. So uh, mm. not a Courtney Baker, just so everyone's clear mm -hmm. about that. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my wife, she bakes at home, you know, uh, she sells these baked goods. So we have not just the dishes we're eating with, but also all these other dishes. So dishes on dishes on dishes all day, every day. And the problem is, is that the sink is this place where if it starts to back up, suddenly your whole life falls apart. Like it really yes. like yes. once like the yes. sink goes, you're just like, well, mm -hmm. I, it's all bad. It's so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So last summer, maybe even before then, I saw a YouTube video. We'll put it in the show description that said, basically, you're using your dishwasher wrong. And mm. I was like, tell me more about this. And the answer was, don't wash anything. Just put it in the dishwasher. That was the answer. Now, it's, it's hold on first. It's coupled I'll with another. Comments. I'll reserve my comments. It, it's coupled <laughs> with another fact about dishwasher pods. Right, most people use those pods now. You you, mm -hmm. you put in the thing, mm -hmm. the dishwasher pod, and I don't know everyone at home is going, Nick. This is crazy, but it's not. The dishwasher pod skips the pre-wash cycle of your dishwasher. Right, you think about your door. You've got two little things yeah. down there, so yeah. that pre-wash cycle no longer has anything in it. So you're getting ten minutes of just water running through your dishwasher, and then it drops the stuff and cleans out your your dishes. So the suggestion is you get like a powder detergent, you sprinkle it at uh -huh. the bottom of your dishwasher, run a full cycle. So that means the first cycle through, you're getting rid of most of the stuff, right? Yeah. Because that, that stuff is designed to cling to food. And then that first right. wash takes everything with it, most of it. And then you have like an hour and a half or whatever of that other, of uh, the fresh dishwasher yeah. pack clean. Oh my gosh. Look, I'm getting on target pickup right now <laughs> to order some powder. Um, we have about, yes. Mm -hmm. It's harder to find than mm -hmm. you'd think. And yours, but I, I just have to say this. There's a couple exceptions we can talk about in a second, but people, we were trained. I don't know if dishwashers are better now than they were when we were kids. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but they actually prefer the dishwasher manufacturers that there is food particles on your dishes. That's how the detergent works. 
it grabs stuff off your dishes. So you're actually going to get a little bit more effectiveness. Yeah. And so you can just go from your dinner table to your dishwasher. And Verbs, that face, that was my face. <laughs> that was my face. Well, I think that's how do, pretty how do we, much, how do we pretty know much this? what we do. Okay, you're doing a rinse. There's a there's a few exceptions to this rule that I've learned through the last year and a half uh-huh, or so uh-huh. of this. Like pasta sauce, you kind of have to deal with and just it's, it has right. just kind of be gone. I feel like eggs, you kind of got to That's true. That, yeah, you kind of have to do that. Like uh and then um yeah. rice, you just you can just like wipe out like if you have any Listen, rice left I'm over. I'm all in. I've moved to Tide powder detergent too. So like I am literally oh, checking okay. out right now on Target. So, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to check this out. Okay, great. And, and then pasta is, is my is, – or no, sorry, not pasta. Um, no, you salad. pasta. Salad uh, is yeah. the other one that you can't really – it won't do very well. You know, like six to silverware and stuff. So I'm telling you right now, everybody we've told this to has been very skeptical. And it is – it. I am not exaggerating when I say it was life-altering for us. Like so I'm talking amazing. about – I'm talking about these – caked on like stand mixer bowls with like batter and dough in them. Yeah. They're like just going in the, they just go in the bottom rack of the dishwasher and they come out clean. Can I add two things to this? Please. Besides I'm all in and I'm doing it. One, if you are doing this, you have to remember to change your dishwasher filter people. Yes, okay? you do. Clean that thing out. Okay. Wait, hold up. There's a dishwasher filter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you have to, like, pro, once a month, you need to be taking that filter out at the bottom and cleaning that thing. Verbs, okay, please, dear Lord, take that thing out tonight and send a picture in the community. <laughs> but wait. So here's my thing. Yeah. And I'll, I'll have to agree with what Nick just said is, you know, there's they probably build dishwashers differently at this point in the game. Technology is mm-hmm. developed. Like, I don't even view the dishwasher as this machine is going to wash the dish. Mm. I view it as it's going to sanitize the dish and whatever didn't get washed in the sink first Mm -hmm. is going to get cleared in the dishwasher. So we actually wash the dishes. We don't rinse them. We put them in soapy. The dish is clean. It further gets sanitized. And therefore, you can eat off the dish Nick, and plate and fork with Verb's confidence. Children. Well, I, if his children no, don't no, no. listen to I'm this episode, tell them that. they got to listen. <laughs> they have got no. to listen to this episode. We just saved them like 10 hours a week. <laughs> hey, I'm, tra- I'm teaching them dedication to battle entitlement right <laughs> look, now. I, look, no one tell Verbs his kids. That's fine. I'm, I'm with you on the value of discipline. <laughs> Uh, there's I other am stuff. Totally for telling you. We, nope. we got to teach working smarter. That's I'm, what we're I, all about around here. Look, they could do other things while w- with that extra time for sure. So Automation. Yeah. There's that. But toilets. Let's move on to toilets. <laughs> here's the thing that the other last step in terms of fully uh, thinking about this, I think we all have the wrong idea of how a dishwasher works. And we think of dishwashers as being more wasteful. In fact, they do require power to run, that's for sure. But we don't realize is that the amount of water in a dishwasher is not that much. It is far less than it takes to wash it by hand. So I think as a child, I just thought water was just like running all the time. No, <laughs> it like fills up its little tank it's an ocean and then it just uses the same water the whole time. So in a, in a full cycle, you have your quick wash and then you have the full wash and that's it. So it, it's better for the environment. You're going to save so much time. I cannot tell you 
our life changed when I just said, we're not washing dishes anymore. We're just putting the This dishwasher. episode from now on into <laughs> eternity shall be referred to as the dishwasher episode. Yes. <laughs> and please okay, try it can out. Can I add my last thing to this? Because I think this is like brilliant. You Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real pain point for people. You're about to save marriages right now, Courtney. The thing that if you can add to this, because it was really powerful for me. These two things might change a lot of lives here today. At the end of the day, I always, I stopped thinking of it as chores, like loading the, all that stuff is just like, oh, I just don't want to do it. But thinking of it as just resetting for the next day. Mm. Like how do you Mm. reset the kitchen for breakfast? Mm. And I don't know why that mindset shift was really helpful for me. I love that. That's gold. Yep. So we got a powerful dishwasher and a powerful mindset. We're golden. Okay. If we had more time, I would actually send one of you off to your dishwasher right now to test another thing I learned about dishwashers. Oh, my God. That people, that people don't realize. <laughs> this is very quick. You know how you okay. like can't fit the bigger cups on your top rack and it's really frustrating to you? Yeah. Yeah. Most dishwashers have handles on the side of the top rack yes. that will lower the top rack. Yes. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that. So if you go and like you pull it out and you just press on the sides of it, it'll just oh, like slide down. down. Yeah. yeah. It'll slide down. It's amazing. So that made our life even better. So that's my my tip to everybody. We'll put a post in the community where we encourage people to try it. Remember, I said pasta sauce is a real problem. Rice can be an issue. Salad. So you can just – all you have to do is just wipe them out. And if you can train your kids to just wipe out like, okay, just bleh, Put in the dishwasher, your mm-hmm. life, oh my gosh, it's the best. So that, there you go. That's all I had. If this ends up being our like top episode ever, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it, Listeners no, it's are great. like, where are you going with this? I to run my business and learn how to use this planner. And we are speaking of dishes. Hey, win at work and succeed at and life. And succeed at life. Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> Swoosh right there. Bring it back around. All right, so today's tip to level up your focus is somewhere in your weekly preview for the upcoming week, write in a question. Here's what we want you to write. Did I set and hit my daily big three this week and then make two boxes, yes or no? Yes, it's a throwback to grade school. Do you like me? Check, yes or no. But make those two boxes and enter in whether or not you made it or you didn't make it. And then answer the question at the end of the week. If you didn't hit your daily big three, use that moment to explore what happened or what didn't happen to actually make that a reality. Thank you once again for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends, especially all the wisdom from Nick on dishwashers. And don't forget to come to the community and let us know, is Nick crazy or not? Does he have the dishwasher debate on lock or not? We want to hear from you. And we'll be back next Monday with another great episode, maybe on, I was going to say laundry machines. (laughs) What is it called? It's a washing machine. Washer and dryer? Washing machine? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Another great episode, maybe on washer and dryers. You just never know. Until then, stay focused. Stay focused. I totally didn't wait for you at all. It's okay. Bounced on through there. Still here. 
This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.